In this episode, we are showing off our new studio, talking about our 15 year anniversary for Creative Edge and answering your question on how to start video marketing for my business. Next Wave DV is the story of our journey growing Creative Edge Productions from a tiny studio in my basement to one of the leading video marketing agencies in the Midwest. So join us on our continuing mission of mastering video marketing. Welcome back to the Mastering Video Marketing Podcast. I'm Tony Rialli. And I'm a really excited Ben Carlson. That he is. He's super excited. Why are you excited today, Ben? Uh, if you didn't notice, we got new digs. We got, uh, this is a Look at whole this. new format. So if you're oh. listening to audio only, you probably have heard oh, yeah. the, the new intro. Um, but if you're audio only, you need to watch the video because oh, you're missing out the new podcast studio. Yes. So um, the, what, what really happened is we've been doing some uh, rearranging of our, our offices here. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was this room that we were using mostly for storage. And it was an IT computer repair. Yeah, it changed like so yeah. many times. At one point we did IT, then it was storage. Um, you know, another business venture that uh, we decided to uh, we did for a while and then uh, moved away from, yeah. but, uh, so we had this room and it was bigger than I needed for an office. Right. And I was like, you know what, why don't we, cause if, if you guys watched any of our, our content, you might've noticed that like, if you go far enough back, <laughs> um, you'll notice the evolution of what my office turned into. Cause, um, back when we did our psych wall, how to build a, a cyclorama, um, you'll see like the first version of my office. So here, here's a little, uh, uh, um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Shameless plug. I know. I'm, I'm, uh, when you go look for scavenger hunt. Oh, so this yeah. is, here's a, here's our YouTube next wave DV scavenger oh. hunt. So go watch um, uh, the the how to build cyclorama. You'll see kind of the first version, very basic, and then jump to how I went from a twenty seven thousand twenty seven dollar camera to a thirty thousand dollar camera or twenty thousand. I forget the numbers anymore. It was a, it was a red epic. Anyways, <laughs> you'll see a red, you'll see a little handicam and a red epic. Um, so that was the kind of like another evolution of that. And then in some of our recent content, especially when I had longer hair, um, that was the most recent version of that office that yeah. I had done. And I had some cool LED lights in there and knickknacks and all that kind of stuff. Um, but moving in here, I'm like, you know, we've been doing a lot of content and we want to keep doing a lot of content. Yeah. So let's build the room from scratch. What would be the coolest podcast studio that we can afford? Yes, um, this is it. And that gives us a lot of options. Yeah. So again, if you're looking at the different camera views that you'll see, um, you know, the there's a, I've got a room divider behind me that's kind of, I've got a backlight. It looks cool. We got some. You know, we got these TVs that are, are uh, allowing us to have whatever background we want. I'm going to do a whole episode on this, so I'm not going to get too far into it. There's still the knickknack corner. Is that going to um, be on? We're going to do that on Next Wave DV? Uh, yeah, there'll be yep. a Next Wave DV episode where we, we talk about the whole transition, the build out, and a lot of the equipment that we're using <laughs> and how it's working. So, anyways, yeah. don't want to get too too far into that because oh, I get into there's it. another thing that we're celebrating. Oh, gosh. The 15 year anniversary of Creative 15 Edge. flipping years. I know. It's hard to believe. Wow. Um, you know, I, I started doing YouTube even before I started Creative Edge. Um, and you'll notice in our new title, we talk about like really the vision of Next Wave DV. Like, what is Next Wave DV? You know, like, what does that even stand for? It, it, the origin of it is actually I had a graphic design company I called Next Wave Graphics. Right. And then when I started doing video production, I, I already had the YouTube channel called Next Wave Graphics. And so I changed it to Next Wave DV because I started doing stuff more about digital video. Now that term is kind of not used as much, but it's, it's still it's still video. relevant. It's yeah. Digital video, it's just I think mini DV cameras. People <laughs> look at it as a dated term. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, you know. So when, then I started the the production company. I started Creative Edge because 
frankly, I, I was spending a lot of money on camera gear. Sure. And at that time, I was more to just write off the all the expenditures of it. Yeah, because, I'm sure none of the audience could relate to that. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, you know, if you're not that, I'm not a tax expert, so please talk to a proper <laughs> CPA. Yes. But one of the things that you can do when starting a new business is you can. Uh, you can write off and take a loss for the first three years, and so it's a great way. If you if you are spending money and you're getting started, um, it's a good excuse to have a business because you can buy equipment, you can write it off, and yeah. it can be that first period where you're like, hey, is this something I want to do? Sure. Yeah. Because a lot of people ask us all the time, like, should I go to college for this? And college is expensive; it's a big mm-hmm. commitment. Maybe you're just finding out if this is something that sure. you're interested in. And so I say, like, you know, feel free to, instead of spending twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 on a degree that you may or may not use, spend $2,000 on a camera and right. some lights. At least first, right. start there. Yeah, yeah let, let that be your starting point. Again, yeah. in, in my $27 to $2 camera video, I talk about, like, I had this little handy cam. I still have it on my shelf over there. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, that was the origin of just yeah. figuring out a video as something that I was, was it just a hobby or is it something bigger than that? Sure. And then, of course, we started doing the YouTube channel and I started linking to our production company website because, I mean, we're talking about filmmaking and we talk about how we do this. We should probably show people that we've done this. Yeah. So it's not like we're just some kid doing, you know, not knowing what we're talking about. And um, by linking to it, you know, back in the early days of SEO, Google likes YouTube because they own YouTube. Right. We got a lot of traffic to our production company website, which allowed us to rank pretty high, pretty fast. Now, that doesn't work the same way today, so it's not advice I can give people to do blanket, like, you know, Upload a whole bunch of videos, link to your website, you're going to get great Just just copy this formula and, and you'll be fine. Not saying don't do it. I'm just saying it's, yeah. it's not going to work the same way. But well, the formula's changed. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the algorithms constantly yeah. change, all that kind of stuff. But the, in the origins of Creative Edge, that is what allowed us to suddenly move into a studio sure. to start you know, putting more into Because like, when you're starting a business, you're trying to figure out what is the, what is the, what is the thing that you're offering and yeah. what is your unique value, op, unique value proposition, your UVP. Sure. Um, and is that... Like in, and we've bounced back and forth on that for yeah. many times. Like sometimes it was, well, we got fancy tools that we can make pretty images. Yeah. That, there's a place for that. Yeah, and I love making pretty images. Um, I love doing tabletop. I love motion control. We've done virtual production. We've done a lot of different technology-based things, but um, fundamentally, that doesn't always translate to um, a, a direct benefit to the client. Correct. Um, for clients that are looking for that, oftentimes either they have an internal marketing department or they work with an agency and then they have an idea for this can- campaign they want to do that's kind of u- unifying across possibly web and print media and all the, all the other types of things. So they're then looking for a video production company to come in and be that other final part of that puzzle. Sure. Um, but for everybody else, for, for businesses that don't have that holistic approach, um, just pretty images are not enough. And yeah. if you watch our podcast, you've probably heard us say this a lot, but this is the, that's the transition period that we went through with Creative Edge from being just a production company into the, the video marketing agency that we are today. And that's, that was such a necessary step because we weren't reliant on our clients' competency with the content that we gave them. Yeah. We now approach it from we are going to come up with a marketing strategy that will work for your business, mm. that will reach the target audience that you're looking for, 
that will allow the proper message, your unique value proposition to come through. Right. Um, and then allow video to be the medium that's we're conveying that strategy. Sure. And, you know, the, th- the cool thing about that is, um, you know, we're able to then not be so reliant on our, how, how good are we coming out with the next clever concept? Yeah. Because a lot of times, um, you know, we hear, you know, there's, there's, there's ad awards that happen all the time. We've got a few that we've won in, in the background here. They're neat, but I, I never got really hung up on, on ad awards because all it's doing is saying you're the, you were the cleverest. Sure. And usually they're not celebrating the results. Yeah. I don't know how often I've seen ad awards where they're talking about like this brought in this much business to the company. This yeah. imp- improved their revenue this much. Yeah. It's usually, that was a great, that was really pretty or it sure. was really clever or whatever sure. like that. And you tell the story of, of the Burger King. Yeah. Example. I mean, Burger King had the, it's an infamous ad where they had a, a Whopper and like a, it was a Big Mac or like a, or just a regular McDonald's burger. And they showed how disgusting and moldy the Burger King burger could get because it was made fresh. The the McDonald's did not age, and it's scary. I think there's a uh, is it in Belgium? They have one that's like sitting for like years, and it still looks perfectly fine. Um, but it won all these awards. People were like, oh my gosh, that was so creative. That was so risky. How did you do that? And it won all the awards. But Burger King has come out and said it did not increase sales of their Whopper one bit. It didn't touch it. So. Then what was the point of it? What right. I mean, yes, it looked cool, but what what did it actually accomplish? And when you change that to what can this accomplish, and get creative, then in beginning saying, all right, we want to accomplish this. How can we do that with a creative style? I, I have a question for you. I mean, going back even further though, how many times have you come up with a really creative original idea? You've pitched it to a client, and they went, nah, I don't really see it. Yeah. Uh, oh, so often we, we get so excited and, and there, there are projects that we, we straight up just did not get yeah. that we were really excited about. We love the concept for it. Um, there are other ones that we, we got excited and it took a while to get the client to wrap their mind around it. Mm. You know, one example we talk about, uh, the Pat's video that we did, um, where, and, and we did a filmmakers react to it recently, um, a few months back. So you can check that episode out too. Uh, but in that, we talk about how, like, when we were first pitching the idea to Pat's Corp, um, this was over 10 years ago, probably 12 some years uh, years ago, uh, we pitched this idea, and they, they really struggled to wrap their mind around mm-hmm. it. Sure. And then the uh, there was a football, a Super Bowl ad that came out where God made a farmer. Yeah. And when they saw that, it was similar in vain to the the idea, or at least sure. the general concept and messaging that we were trying to put into this video. Yeah. And, like, literally the next day I got a phone <laughs> call from him. He was like, I get it. Um, which goes to show, like, it's one of the reasons that, you know, you as a creative, you can't, we, we say this a lot, you can't be just relying on, uh, the creative speak of the yeah. industry. Like when we talk back and forth, we're like, okay, so it's going to have this look and this feel and the right. tone and the, and all that kind of stuff and the touchy feely yeah. uh, talk. But that to a, to a non-creative means nothing. Sure. Or, or even if you have, it's like, all right, well, so we know we want it to look like this and we'll pull up an example that's close and then you present to the, to the client. And they're like, well, no, I don't want it to look like that. It's like, no, that's, I understand this is a car commercial, not a cheeseburger commercial, but go with me. And they just don't get it. Yeah. And that's why we say like, you know, style sheets are a really important tool. Mm-hmm. You know, storyboarding, of course. Um, you know, you'll hear a lot of uh, directors for, for films where they will, they will um, when they're, they're working on it, they'll take clips from movies that are tonally similar, similar to what they're trying to do. Yeah. And then they might put in temp tracks of just other music that by artists that they like. 
Uh, and, and they do all those things so that you can wrap your mind around it because it can be in your head, but getting it from your head into something that somebody can look at and feel and understand is 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 difficult, but it's necessary yeah. because they, you know, and there's a lot of times where like when I was, I had this whole room in my head and I know that when you first came in here after it was all done and you're like, man, is, did this turn out better than you thought? And I'm like, no, it, it yeah. turned out pretty much exactly how I sure. thought. But like, you know, you were like saying, you know, this it turned out way better than I thought because, you know, like yeah. it wasn't in your head the way right. it was in my head. Right. I knew it was going to be cool. Right. I didn't know this. This is, I mean, this is above and beyond. Yeah. Exactly. But to that for those point, that for those that are listening, it looks really cool. You should check out the YouTube because <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway. Yes, and we're gonna have this on our shorts, and you'll you'll see this this set used. Um, and I again, I try to design it modular so there's other angles that I can use within it. Yeah. Um, but all that said, again, it's in my head. But until I physically built it, yeah. you know, nobody could see it. You sure. know, and. Um, and then there's the challenges of like, will this even work? You know, the, how do we, we have a giant window here with, that's hu- super reflective. How do you light in a scenario like that? And it's yeah. challenging, and I will talk about it in the episode. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, all these things, uh, as they come together, you're trying to, you know, convey it to somebody. And when you need to convey it to a whole team, because when you're directing something, mm. um, especially a movie, you have a whole team of people that are, you're, you're trying to come together and explain how something works. And that, but if you're getting a client that's trying to pay money for a thing, that's even more important because yeah. they're trying to, you know, you need them to have some sort of buy-in to this process. And so that's again coming back to a lot of times. One of the first questions we ask clients when they have come to our website and they're interested in hiring us as a video production company, we'll say, "Was there something on the on our website that you liked? Yeah. Um, was there a video that you prefer?" And that l- starts to guide us in the direction of this is something that they like. They like this look, the tone. Yeah. Um, another thing we'll just ask is there are there other videos that you like? Right. Um, and other brands, yeah, related exactly. or not, competition. Yeah. Or yeah. Maybe not your competition. Maybe yeah. it's just I like this. I like the Apple style. I like the Mint Mobile style. Yeah. I like this. Um, and then one thing that we try to also get from them is like sometimes they will they will use terminology that doesn't line up with the way that we interpret it. So sure. like we'll, somebody will say, I don't like that. It's too slow. <laughs> now, what does slow mean? Yeah. Is it the way the camera is moving? Is it the way that the actors are moving in the scene? Sure. Is, is it, it the, the, build the up? pace of the yeah. music? Is it how how many cuts there are? Right. Is it the scene, the dialogue in the scene? Is yeah. it like There's so many things that can make something feel slow or make it feel fast. Yeah. And so that's something that we often have to talk to a client and, and pull out of them because what I think is slow or what I interpret as slow in that, I mean, that doesn't feel slow to me at all, yeah. but it's, oh, they, they just didn't like the music. Right. right. Or, or, yeah, we, and we had one where we had a client asking, well, we, you know, we need, the music just needs to be more. It needs to be bigger. It needs to be kind of like faster. And we're like, I mean, this is, it was a fast song that we had in there. And we said, oh, all right, how about these, for example? And we gave them three examples. No, it needs to be like, more. Like, and we're like, do you have an example that you would like? And they sent us one, and it was, oh, you meant you want more drums. Cool. Yep. I can, it just wasn't driving enough. And so having that speak and being able to clarify really sets up the entire project. Exactly. Another story along that uh, that we've told before. One time we were doing a project for a casino, and um, the they were, we were custom scoring that we had hired a composer and they were custom scoring the music, and so we were asked like what what were you wanting for this this ad? And they specifically said in the email it said Taylor Swift style. Yeah, and I'm like what? That doesn't fit at all what we were planning on. Sure. And so we 
they went to the, the composer did you know he didn't do like a full composition at that point he just did kind of like a rough style yeah. like kind of kind of like a style sheet but musically yeah and we put it in there as a temp track and ran the ad and the and the the uh the casino the marketing guy at the casino was like uh what the heck is this <laughs> I'm like you, you said taylor swift style and you said taylor swift the song style, <laughs> which I had heard of before, yeah. and you are from, more familiar with, it, but which is not a country feel right. at all, which is what we had kind of yeah. uh, sent there. <laughs> um, so again, clarity is, yep. is often clarity is important. Key. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a fun beginning conversation. One thing I'm going to note too for those of you that have watched our podcast before, we're going to try and keep these episodes a little bit more condensed yep. so that uh, we're going to try and get out from bi-weekly to weekly now. Oh boy. So that's going to be a it. fun challenge. You got it. Um, well, one, I will shoot in this yes, any day, all day, every day. Yeah. So you might even get like two or three just for fun, just because yeah. we want to. We are cutting out the pop culture corner because um, we want to stay on on topic a little bit more. Um, but we're adding a new segment. In. And it is the You Ask, We Answer. So exactly. uh, feel free Write down in the comments any questions that you have, whether it's video production, video marketing. Um, one that uh, came up recently that we get a lot is, as a, as a small business, I want to get into video marketing. What are the first steps that I should take, and what equipment do I need? Okay. Um, and, and so this is something I'm, I'm glad that this person is actually thinking in this mm, moment. Because mm -hmm. that's honestly one of the biggest things that we, we run into is trying to, to get companies with the buy-in of the understanding that this is important. Yeah. We need to be doing this. Right. We, we should be creating this content. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we will often say that, you know, how can you expect people to know you exist if there's no content for them to discover you? Right. Um, the other side of that equation, too, is that, you know, if somebody walked through the front door of your business and said, hey, I got a question about the, the services or products mm -hmm. that you offer, and you said, I'm sorry, we, we don't answer questions here. If you go a couple blocks down, our competition would be happy to answer yeah. your questions for you. Nobody would do that. Right, that right. would be ridiculous. And yet that's kind of what you're doing when you have no content marketing yeah, out there. exactly. You're basically allowing your competition to answer any questions that your your customers right. potentially would have. And and it sends a message like, I can't answer that, but my competition can. And that is not the message just as a broad marketing tip. That's not the message that you want to send out for your right. business. So when this person's saying, where do I start? That's the place to start. Mm, yeah. Answering questions that people have. Sure. And, and there are great resources out there. Answerthepublic.com all the time. a free resource that you can use. We use it a ton. ChatGPT, you can just say, hey, what are some of the top questions or what are questions that people have yep. in this industry that I have? Um, and so, and even if you're trying to get started, have ChatGPT answer the question yeah. for you too. And that can give you some basic scripts and, and or even just talking points. Yeah. Like sometimes like when I do shorts, I'll I'll oftentimes shoot a dozen, two dozen, three, you know, a, a lot at a time. Right. Um, and I'll get maybe ten in and I'm starting to burn out on things that are top of my mind. Sure. For me, I, I have I keep a Google Keep um, just a note, uh, ongoing checklist of like if a, if a topic pops into my head, I put it on there and and, and then I um, have that to go to. Like, oh, okay, talked about that. Now, right. next one. Um, but again, with ChatGPT, you can say like, give me give me a thing to talk about. Give me a topic about our industry or what are people asking. Right. And then that allows you to be that expert because you know, a big part, I mean, heck, the, one of the reasons that we do this podcast is we, we want to give back and we want to help answer yeah. questions that you guys have, but it also allows us to showcase our expertise 
allows us to for people to get familiar with us to know what we're like see if if we if you jive with us like hey. is this are we the kind of people that that you would be interested <laughs> in working with and if the answer is yes then now you're cool. much more comfortable you already kind of know us and you've gotten to know us and if we're not your cup of tea Cool. We don't have to waste each other's time exactly. in figuring that out, that maybe this isn't the right fit, because not every business is going to be the right fit. Not every team is going to be the right fit for you. Um, and so why don't you like have that availability for your, your potential customers to get to know you, and, and it's going to save you time and money finding the right people and weeding out the ones that aren't. Exactly. And then, so then the other question is, what, what should I buy? What kind yeah. of equipment should I start with? I mean... Uh, your phone is, is the, the first answer to the question. The, the the old adage is the best camera is the one that you have on you. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, phones do a great job, frankly. Yep. You, you don't have to have a super high-end camera to, to do great content. Because of this type of content, these answering these questions, if you go to YouTube and you're looking for a solution to a problem, you're typically not going, oh, man, how well was that shot? Right, yeah. You know, I, yeah. you're now... Yes, people will judge the you know the quality of your video. If, if it's more important that your audio is good than than anything right. else, so start there. Get get a good uh, you know, basic microphone. Um, we've talked. There's a, a few examples we have that you this little Ulanzi uh, microphone, USB microphone. I'll, I'll put a link in the in the description of this video. We just clip you clip it right into the the bottom of your phone. Little lapel pops onto your shirt. And the audio quality is way better than it's just awesome. uh, yeah. what's on your phone, and you can be you know set back from it. You don't need to be right on the phone. Right. Um, newer phones have a mode called portrait, which um, is both in photo, but it also a lot of them have it in video too. And it kind of defocuses the background, gives you that look of like a shallow depth of field Soft. lens, you know, kind of yep. like you have. Like uh, what we're shooting on here, these are Sony ZV-10s, which are very affordable. Um, they're not. The perfect camera, there, there, there are limitations. We, we oftentimes run into overheating problems if we're recording for a long time. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not the best camera for production, but it is still a great option for, uh, you know, being inexpensive and having, like, multiples like this. You still then need to get a good lens and that type of stuff. So um, you can use that portrait mode on, on your phone and get a, a nice kind of shallowish depth of field look to it. Sure. Um, and a good microphone and, of course, a good light. Um, yeah. Now, the, the big thing I say with a light is don't just get a small little tiny thing uh, because it's going to look unflattering. You're going to get, like, harder shadows. It'll be bright. Face. Sure. Yeah. You know, it'll expose for you. But, like, get something that's a little bit bigger, like a one- or two-foot light if you can, a nice soft box because it'll be more flattering on you, and um, it'll just look better yeah. fundamentally. You can get a cheap 12-by-12 12 12 LED panel, soft panel, for I mean I've I've seen them for like thirty bucks. They exactly, really yeah. don't have to be anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, the key thing though is don't. I mean the gear is important, but focus your energy on providing value to your audience. Yes. Um, make you know the the easiest test is what I want to watch the video I just made. Mm. Is the content good mm. enough for for that? And if the answer is no, then you know don't upload it and try again. <laughs> sure. Um, but I also just you know. Uh, add the caveat that you know your first is going to be your worst, and you know <laughs> let that happen because you're going to get better over time. You'll get um, you'll get more comfortable, you'll get uh, more knowledgeable, you'll just know about the topic. You know, one thing that's you know th there's an old adage: those who can do and those that can't teach. Yep. Um, and and there is some truth to that, but I also say uh, when the, when you when you have the challenge of teaching something, you 
learn more about it. Right. You will absorb more information because you internalize you that process. It. Yeah. You'll internalize it. You'll recite it in your head more often. So then it, it becomes, you know, more top of mind. Um, it'll challenge you to come up with new solutions mm. and new answers that you may not have thought of. Um, and so just in the process of, uh, of teaching, you're going to get better. Yeah. Um, and so the way that you are a year from now, yes, you're going to be more comfortable and all that kind of stuff, but it, you're just going to get better at the thing that you do because you have processed it more. You've worked through it. There are so many times where I didn't know a solution to a problem until I just sat down and thought it through sure. and really, you know, came up with it. And somebody or somebody asked me a question and I didn't know the answer. Mm. And then I started talking about it and the answer came out of the, the conversation that we yeah. had. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a valuable insight that, you know, be, be okay with, uh, you know, you, you may not be the top level expert. That's okay. You might still have an insight to this topic that's unique from your perspective and can still be valuable to the audience that, that uh, is looking at it. Yeah. And you might, you know, like we said before, you don't know if your competition is giving out that information. So even if you aren't the top expert, you might be the best answer that's out there and people are going to find you because you are providing that content, because you're providing that information and they're going to be drawn to that. So Hope that helps to our listeners that are, you know, that are just getting started or maybe have been even going on it for a little bit. Yeah, and feel free to leave a comment in this video or any of our other content. We'll be combing that. And, you know, whether you're on TikTok, on, on Instagram, any of our other platforms that we're on, we'll look for those questions and try and answer them in this segment. You might get featured. There we go. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the first episode Woo, of season, season two, two. Episode one. Episode one Love it. on our new studio. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned for the next one because it'll be more. next week. There we go.